We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On tonight's episode of the Buckets and Brightside podcast, Jonathan and I recap Missouri's big win over Arkansas Pine Bluff to get the 2023-2024 season started. We talk about the big games from the returners, Sean East and Nick Honor, and also the huge game for the Indiana transfer, Tamar Bates, in his Tiger debut. We break down what we think the rotation will be going forward based off what we saw tonight. But first, the killers. My dream, and I'll share with you because you guys are listening, my dream is to become a national champion. One day, like I said, we will cut down nets, hold up trophies. We will raise banners. Hey, Jonathan, just got off Expedia. I have hotels and, and flights booked for April 6th, April 8th in Phoenix. I think I've seen enough. This team's they're going places. How are you feeling? Yeah, Opening, that, Christmas Day, opening day, college hoops. Yeah, I mean, there's like, I'm very glad that they came out and just got a comfortable win to start the year because that's not something that you could have said last year, even though the team ended up being good. There was a lot of doubt creeping in people's minds. And, you know, the, the team's playing a really similar style from from what we saw tonight, and it, it works for them. I talked about all offseason how not not a lot of the names Dennis Gates brought in are going to wow people and going to – shock people with the talent they have but he addressed system fits and that was pretty apparent tonight yeah and it felt like the team was playing a lot of, with a lot of energy i mean neither of us were at the game that's why we're recording this 15 minutes afterwards but it felt like there was a good buzz in the crowd definitely a great student section and it kind of felt like the players were feeding off and mostly the the new players because we talked about it in our preview show a week ago that this was gonna be a lot of new faces replacing the Kobe browns the demoy hodges the deandre golsons of the world and I thought they played pretty well. And I think there's nowhere else we need to start than Tamar Bates, who didn't even get the start tonight. And pulling up the box score here, 18 points on seven of nine shooting, hit all three of his three-pointers, was a plus 10 on the court in just 23 minutes of play. When we talked about kind of the guys we thought could break out, I'm not sure we 
really expected this performance out of the game from Tamar. What did you see from him kind of hustling on both ends of the court? Yeah, he was a guy that I never really thought was going to start. It was definitively one of the first guys off the bench for me when I projected their rotation in this offseason. But, you know, he's a guy that's always been able to shoot. He he looked pretty athletic out there. He was flying up and down. Playing fast should probably help him a lot more than it did in Indiana. Indiana has had a lot of trouble the last couple of years getting the most out of their talent. And I think Dennis looked at what Tamar could do what he has had shown in the past and said, okay, this kid's best traits can work here. And yeah, that was really apparent tonight. You mentioned the three threes. He had all three of them. He had 18 points. He had a huge dunk in transition in the second half. He looked fantastic. And especially you mentioned the dunk. It was playing a transition. It was the dunk in the second half. And then late in the first half, they were in transition. It was a three on two and he had a sick and one um, on almost a Euro step. He, that's what kind of Missouri need is that, that transition offense, we saw a couple of times, I think they missed a couple of layups. I knew Nick Honor missed at least one or two. Transition offense, a lot of the time for this team is pull up three-pointers. You know, if you have a guy like Tamar who can get to the basket, they don't have Kobe Brown anymore. That was a role for him last year. We didn't see that too much from Hodge or Golston or any other returners. Most of the transition offense came as jump shots. If they can have a slasher, someone like Tamar Bates, attacking them in transition, like that's, you know, the two points isn't as much as the three, but it's it, it was effective. I think Tamar did a great job with that. Um, what are some, uh, some of the other returners before we get to the new guys? East and Honor, I mentioned in the open. In, in smooth transition from last year to this year, out of the gate. Honor was knocking down three-pointers. He was four of ten, finished with 18 points. Uh, Sean East, 21 points. That, is that a career high from him? I think his season high um, last year was 18 I don't know what he did before yeah. at Bradley, but 21 from Sean East is, I don't think either of us had on our bingo card uh, tonight. No. So Dennis announced on Friday in media availability that Sean was one of the three definitive starters along with Nick Honor and Noah Carter. And as we said, that's Yeah. Um, that surprised me. Sean East was a guy last year that really struggled shooting the ball after, after winning Juco player of the year at John Logan. And he came out tonight and, you know, he was always a guy last year that played with a lot of confidence. And this year he's again playing with a lot of confidence, but he's a lot better. He was a lot better tonight at picking his spots and taking, taking good shots instead of, you know, kind of this, the system encourages taking quick shots and taking shots if you're open, but Sean really tonight did a good job, like getting into a rhythm and continuing to play within within himself. And I think maybe it's just because he had a full off se- another offseason of work. He has a year under his belt of playing against high major competition now after playing Juco ball. So, yeah, that was a guy that really surprised me tonight. What do we think of East's three-pointer on the one of the first sessions of the game? When he pulled up from deep, what was your initial reaction before you even saw the ball go in? Uh, Sean East is pulling up from this far out. It was very quickly. Oh no! And then you know. Oh yes. Well, he's Missouri. He's the defending champion of the uh, the three point contest at the Columns for Mizzou Madness. So he's carrying that momentum over. Yeah, he's won it. He's won it back to back years now. And and then he only he only made like less than fourteen three pointers last season. He's already got two this year. Well, another guy shot a lot of threes. Oh, finish your thought. 
I'm I'm glad that he's proving that he's not just an outdoor shooter and yeah. he can also shoot in gyms. You know, if we have to play an outdoors game later this year, I think he's gonna have to take more shots. Caleb Grill, a guy who took a lot of shots tonight, uh, three of eight, but nine free throws. He was getting to the basket, drawing contact. I like kind of for more what I saw in Caleb on the defensive end than the offensive end. We talked about, he said at media days when I talked to him a few weeks ago, you know, the expectation is he wants to fill the Des Moines Hodge role. He wants to be a three and D guy, you know, lock up some of the best players and then go on the other side, and hit some three pointers only at one tonight, but I think he had a major impact on the defensive end against Arkansas Pine Bluffs guards. Uh, what'd you see from We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Caleb. Yeah, so he came in and I always thought Caleb Grill was a really good 3 and D guy that was in a bad system for his skill set at Iowa State. What really surprised me tonight was his athleticism. The fact that he was getting to the rim, the fact that he did shoot nine free throws and like he, he he took he got a rebound and went coast to coast and just yeah. dunked it in tra- transition on an open lane like stuff like that handling the ball in transition af- being athletic like those are not things that we got to see Caleb Grill do a lot at Iowa State and if he can do that in addition to knocking down threes and he didn't even have a good shooting night one just one of six no. from three uh but yeah. probably one of his best one of his worst shooting nights of the season I should say like he's I not think- going to shoot one for six. What is that? That's what fifteen percent, roughly, sixteen mm-hmm. percent. Like yeah. I don't think he's gonna shoot that for the season. Like mm-hmm. I think if he's getting to the basket and also playing great defense, like the threes are gonna fall. And he scored fifteen points anyways. It's the free throws that really stood out to me. Missouri as a team only shot nineteen free throws. He took nine of them, so basically half. Yeah, Caleb's a guy that like when he's <laughs> hot. I forget the stat I saw the other day, but like when he's hot, he's really hot, and he it's a lot of threes. And when he's cold, like. He'll have nights like that. But, like, the fact that this system allows him to play this well offensively, even when he's not shooting the ball well from three, is not something that he could do at Iowa State. And I I do agree with you. I think he'll be one of the better defensive players on this team. He's unbelievable on the perimeter at staying in front of guys. And I don't know if he'll 
be able to jump passing lanes quite like Demoy Hodge did, but definitely definitely a very good defender nonetheless. What did we think of the rotations early on? Because I texted you, uh, it was some point in the second half. They had a, st- a five out there of I think it was Nick Honor, um, Caleb Grill, Noah Carter. Um, it was then it was Caleb Brown, one of the freshmen. I think it was Pierce. But I'm like, this feels like they're getting closer to figuring it out because it seemed like in the first half that it was like almost like hockey, or it's like they're just throwing guys in and out and trying to see what sticks. Maybe that's not a great hockey thing. Hockey seems a little more organized than that. I don't know. I'm working off like 36 straight waking hours, but they were just guy throwing guys in and out. Eventually, in the second half, and you saw when they went on the big run, um, in that I think it was between the 16 and the 12 minute mark. There was a five out there that was started to work, and they were hitting threes and getting stops on defense. What do we think of the first half when they were kind of just seeing what would stick um, with the guys in the court? Yeah, so I kind of expected a lot of that tonight because we knew coming in this team was going to be really deep, and they were going to have plenty of options to go to. And obviously against a team against like Arkansas Pine Bluff, like you know at least as long as you're maintaining a somewhat comfortable lead, you can try some stuff. And then – Obviously, you go back to your starters or your your most confident players if need be. What what really surprised me was like was was just how quick they figured they figured this out. Because like I don't want to take too much away from a team that'll probably end up finishing sub three twenty in Ken Palm and Arkansas Pine Bluff, but scoring one hundred and one points and what was it one point three six five points per possession? Yep. When you have a team that is a lot of new new guys that haven't played together is really impressive no matter who, who you're playing in division one basketball. So like Dennis Gates is a guy that's always going to constantly be rotating guys. He's going to try a lot of different lineups. He's going to use a lot of different players when he has, has that luxury because I mean, that's what Florida state does. Well, when, when he was there, they had a ton of different guys that they used. And so I think, and we touched on this on the, preseason show Dennis Gates I think is trying to use the best of both worlds and what I mean by that is he's trying to take the best of what Florida State was and the best of what he wants to do here at Mizzou and combine them and I think that could end up working out really well and lead this program into heights that it hasn't seen in a very long time and maybe ever this is just the beginning and I I like how confident a lot of the guys off the bench were The, the freshman looks like they belong. Aiden Shaw looks better. He still has his issues that he has to work through, but yep. he looked better what than he great, did. Great hustle. Grabbing mm-hmm. a couple, and he had nine total rebounds, um, a couple offensive rebounds. He was hustling really well. Yeah. Aiden's the most, Aiden's the most athletic player they have. And if he can put those tools to use this year and play more, a more controlled game, he's going to be really useful in this team off the bench. He's not, he's probably never going to be a guy here that is going to be their leading scorer or be the best player on a team that makes a deep NCAA tournament run. But the way this program's trending, they're not going to need him to be. I would love to see him play more controlled on defense. He had, he had five fouls in 23 minutes tonight. Sean East also had five fouls in 21 yeah. minutes. So a, a bit of a problem there that he's got a lot of foul trouble last year too. What do you think of the Missouri defense? Because last year, this was, a big, not a big issue, but it was an issue early in the year against some bad teams, especially um, Southeast Missouri State and Penn were the two big examples where they just kept letting the other team shoot the ball, and it wasn't pretty. Arkansas Pine Bluff scored 79. They shot 
40% from the field, 27% from deep, also shot like 31 free throws, which I didn't see that till after the game, which is an insane number for a game like this. I thought the defense played mostly well. I thought Arkansas Pine Bluff didn't get a lot of, you know, really easy looks. And I mean, Missouri, they were getting stops. They were forcing turnovers. I think what Pine Bluff finished with 16 turnovers, which, you know, great job from the zoo defense. It's a defense that gets a lot of steals, so it shouldn't be much of a surprise. But I thought the way they played, they forced a lot of difficult shots. And, you know, most of the time they were crashing the boards. Um, also, let me ask this before I ask for your um, takes on the defense. I'll give you an over-under of 0.5 more times this season that Missouri gives up 30 points to two players in one game. Yeah, I- I'll go under that one. I mean, Because Kylan Milton um, scored 34 and Joe French scored 30. They scored a combined 64 of Arkansas Pine Buff 79 points. Yeah, I am. Um... Like, almost 90% of their points between those two. That's insane. I've never seen that in a college basketball game. Like you were, I was watching on my couch tonight at home and I got a text from a friend who was at the arena and said, um, Kyle, like Kylan Milton's a tie major player. Like he, if he has eligibility left, he'll be playing for a power six team next year. And, you know, I wouldn't go quite that far because going swack to high major is really difficult, but like Isaiah Swope from Indiana, Southern Indiana, who absolutely torched Mizzou on opening night last year, he's a Play. he's at Indiana state now and is going to be one of the better players in the MVC this year. So like, I wouldn't be surprised by that, but yeah, Milton absolutely torched him. French was great. Like overall 1.053 points per possession is not, it's okay. It's not something you, they were hitting tough shots too. It's not something you probably want against Arkansas Pine Bluff, but like Mizzou's always going to play games that are high scoring because they play games that are, in possession in the possession range of like 72 to 80 every game for both teams. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like the th- thing is, raw numbers. Arkansas Pine Bluff shot twenty-seven point six percent from three, forty percent from the field. It's pretty that's good. What, that's the only problem is the only problem was Arkansas Pine Bluff also shot thirty-one free throws and hit twenty-five of them, which is a pretty good number from the line. So, I think fouls is certainly the thing that they need to clean up. That that was probably the negative focal point from tonight. But overall, like. The defense was much more encouraging tonight than it was in a lot of non-conference games last year. Yeah, and even some conference games last year. Obviously, we'll see how they look come SEC play. Um, any final takeaways from this one before we get to our, our stars? Anything that you know we want to see them you know really improve upon or something that we really like? Something that I'm, I'll start off is, I mentioned the start, a lot of energy. We didn't really know what the system would look like going into last year. And then you mentioned just a couple minutes ago so perfectly that, you know, it's a mix of both worlds of what Dennis did well at Florida State and what he did well at Missouri. And it's playing fast, playing with a lot of energy, going deep in the lineup and shooting a lot of three-pointers. I love what I saw from Nick Honor. I love that Sean East playing with confidence. I love that the new guys, Caleb Grill, Tamar Bates, even some of the freshmen, like I saw it a little bit from, um, 
from Trent Pierce in his limited minutes that, you know, mm-hmm. these guys are coming in. These are freshmen. These are guys from Iowa State, from Indiana, coming in, playing fast, committing to the system. And, you know, if it's if Missouri is going to have the year that they want, they're going to need the guys to buy in. And it looks like, you know, they're trusting Dennis, they're trusting the process, and it's working well. Yeah, I think overall, like, it's very encouraging that Dennis Gates trusts a lot of these guys right out of the gate. Like it's pretty clear that like he was willing to put guys guys in who we maybe didn't thought would play very much, even when the game was still somewhat close. And I do want to mention just one thing, like Connor Vanover yeah. tonight was the first of his three game suspension that we found out right before the game. Uh, he is not alone in the suspension. Like, Zion Pullen, who plays for Florida, is also suspended for the same reason that Vanover is because he played in the Portsmouth Invitational. This is also three games. Yes, it's the same. It's the same length. So this is not the first time it's happened. Um, at it's not even the first time it happened at Mizzou. Dejuan Gordon, uh, had a yeah, three-game suspension legend. because of this a couple years ago. So it's overall, I'm really encouraged by what I saw tonight. I think Memphis is going to be a really tough game on Friday. Penny Hardaway will not be coaching it. He is suspended currently. Did he also uh, play in that for, tournament? Uh, what'd you say? Did he also play in that he tournament? Also, I mean, <laughs> wouldn't be shocked. Uh, no, actually, it was recruiting violations, believe it or not. Okay. Um, oh, so, yeah. Not, not, not the first Memphis coach to do this. No. M- Memphis has a big kid named Jordan Brown, who was the mid-major player of the year last year at Louisiana, who made the NCAA tournament. Without Vanover, like, he's probably going to eat either way against us. It's just going to be about limiting their guards. And I think Missouri's going to be able to do that. Who do we got for our stars? This is what we're going to do after every Missouri postgame show win. We're going to give our three stars. I'll give one, you give one, and then we'll ask the fans to either reply on X or I guess that's the only way they'd reply to us. Um, You go first. Pick your star. Uh, I'll go Sean East. Was Like I said, was did a great job tonight getting to his spots. Was very confident. Looks it looks like his game's completely evolved, and he's gotten used to playing at, at the high major level. And my star is an easy one. Tamar Bates, eighteen points in his Tiger debut. The the dunk might make the the Tiger top five this week. His uh, his and one was pretty good too. Great hustle on both ends. I think he had a 10-0 scoring run by himself late in that first half. He was awesome. We'll let the fans decide. Star number three. Any made more mistakes from us? I know we haven't gotten to that segment yet, but. Mistakes that we've made about this team yet? I don't think we have either any, but keep people ready. Um, no, I, I, I don't think so. Maybe more uh, mistakes is what when we're going to admit what we're something wrong about something we said about the team. Is obviously the, Nate, the great Mabon Majak. Yes, obviously one of one of the fan favorites. Um, yeah, I heard people have his jersey out there. Third star. Um, are you okay with Caleb Grill being the third star? Well, like, uh, well, well, the fan. So. Oh, the, the audience will vote for it. We'll, we'll okay. give it options, and then they can choose. So we'll put, like, I don't know, Honor, Grill. I don't think Caleb Brown is going to be on there, but we'll see. Gotcha. Um, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm with you there. Noah Carter. Um, we even mentioned Noah Carter had 15 points on 7 of 12 today, six boards. Yeah, a couple other honorable mentions, and the fans will decide our, our third star, and we'll tweet out who it is. That sounds like a great plan to me. Hopefully we do the three stars after every game this year, all the way up to to April. That is our show. Thank you for listening to Missouri's recap win over Arkansas Pine Bluff. We'll be back 
this weekend to recap Missouri's win or game against the Memphis Tigers. We're hoping for a possible win. We'll see you then on the Field of 68 podcast network. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.